Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Uh, sorry for the delay. Welcome to the NXT After Party 2.0. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Plus. With me, as always, is Kate Hensler. Um, uh, we're, I don't, be- I believe the major, uh, releases happened after our last NXT 2.0 show, Kate. I, of course they did, because the reason I know that is this is our first episode without the William Regal. Yep. Or without the Samoa Joseph. Without the Samoa Joseph. Uh, but we didn't really do a Samoa Joe impression. No, no, I there was never like... Samoa Joe. No. Are you wearing oh, gloves inside? Was... Oh, it's it's I was very cold in my basement. It's oh like, no! Yeah, yeah. So I, just, I I have I have poor circulation sometimes. So, you know, oh, dang. All right. That's nice. Anyway, no. The There's only a gimmick Samo- there. We're gonna the find only, it. The only Samoa <laughs> Joe thing I have is as that time five years ago we would come out and just go, Rigo, <laughs> which was my favorite part of him. Um, My favorite thing about Samoa Joe is the walkaway spot, which I feel like they didn't really let him do as much in NXT. But if you watch his old ROH stuff, when people would take an egregiously long time to go up to the top rope, he would just walk away from them before they could land the move. And it's like the best ring psychology device ever. It really is, it really is great. Um, um, Sorry for the late start, everyone, but Linda just does not know how to use the StreamYard. No, it's true. So we, when, we, not, neither do I, apparently. <laughs> um, uh, but as people hopefully trickle back in to talk about this thing that is NXT 2.0, um, the, uh, the, the the William Regal uh, released, um, and I suppose uh, a, we, we should have seen the writing on the wall, Sheila. We should have seen the writing on the wall once the William Regal is gone. Then the Samoa Joe cannot be far behind. And from what I have heard, I don't know, have you heard? I don't know. They say that the HHH, he's he's bummed out backstage. He's he's very bummed, which is a phrase they used back in my time 50 years ago. You know what a bummer it was, dude. Oh, the HHH is sad because all of his friends got fired. I really do feel for the HHH. I feel for the HHH too, and I feel bad for that Stephanie McMahon too, because you know that's her father and her husband yep. that are at odds now. And don't forget, her whole staff got fired. Well, not her whole staff, but a good portion of the staff got fired. They were talking about it at the diner the other day. It's true. <laughs> Emily C 
says, Tuesdays are for the girls. Hello, Linda and Sheila. Hello, Emily C. Hey, girl. Um, Linda and Sheila for the ruckus. Yeah. Always. Yeah, always for the ruckus. Guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. I know I asked you to in the chat already. We were mostly, well, you were getting set up, Alex, talking about yeah. how much uh, my dad rules in the MLW news well, today. Um, but if you could leave a thumbs up also, get those super chats in. As some people are already doing, a lot of people are already sending in Humper Chats, so thank you yes. for that. So yeah, send in Super Chats and Humper Chats, and we'll be reading them out uh, into the ether uh, as they come through. It's an expensive show to do, guys, so the it more is. you can support, because we have to pay me, Alex, we mm -hmm. have to pay mm -hmm. Mods, we have to pay Linda, we have to pay Sheila. You guys don't know how much the William Regal buyout is going to cost us. It's true. I mean, there's a lot. Tony D, if we don't pay him the yeah. kashish, he comes in with the crowbar. It's not going to be pretty, you know? So. No, I know. It's <laughs> uh, Yeah, it was very, very good. Um, <laughs> uh, the, um, yeah. <laughs> so here we go. I, I missed the MLW nose. news, excuse me. So you'll have to, uh, the nose, news, news. Um, <laughs> I'm just uh, here to support Team Kalex as there's a better chance of MLW beating WWE in court than me ever watching a second of NXT Bruce.0 from R26. So what is this, what is this MLW news that I'm, give me the scuttlebutt, sweetheart. Have you I heard? It. I haven't heard. Tell the me. MLW, which is run, as you know, by the court power. They're suing the WWE, saying that they have a monopoly on the industry and they violated the antitrust laws because the Vince McMahon, who we do not like, he does not seem like a very nice boy. I'm not into this, the Vince McMahon. I see him sometimes at the movies when I go to take in the pictures. Not a fan. He's very rude. He always sits in front of me and he's taller than me and he knows he's yeah. taller than me. Yeah. But anyway, he's suing the Vince McMahon by saying that he has stood in the way of people's contracts. He has stood in the way of them being on the vice, which is not like just the verb, the vice. It's also uh, one of the, the television stations. <laughs> so they're saying that they violated the, the antitrust laws. Now, it does not seem like something, in my opinion, which is not a legal opinion. Because I don't, my nephew, he's a lawyer, but I'm not a lawyer. But I ask him about these things when we talk, when he comes over on Sundays for family dinner. Of course. So I'll, I'll ask him then. But I feel like the WWE, the legal, is just going to bankroll them in, until they go bankrupt. And I also feel like it's hard to say somebody's got a monopoly when you are, in fact, a wrestling company with other contracts that are operating. And there's another wrestling program that's on the television and sometimes even beating them in the ratings. Mm. So mm -hmm. it's getting very mm -hmm. interesting. It's very getting very spicy. It's like my soap operas. Now, when you talk about the antitrust, that sounds like what I had with my second husband. We trusted each other so little we had an antitrust. Oh, I'm so bad. You're so bad. Uh, You're so um, bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shana Walensky says, uh, Linda and Sheila appreciation chat. The only thing missing is a glass of wine and a Capri cigarette. My oh, aunts, if I could Ida have my Jenny. ashtray. <laughs> my aunts, uh, my aunts, Ida and Jenny are smiling from above. Um, oh, uh, that's, that's, we knew that's Ida horrible. and Jenny. Remember, we would play the back game with it's the Ida true. and the yeah, Jenny. Well, yes, true. No, Ida, listen, not for nothing, Shauna, but your aunt Ida was a hell of a cheat. 
she would cheat at everything. She cheated on her husband. No, I'm not kidding. That didn't happen. I heard, but I but she denied it. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing, guys. Um, uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, so Re Regal and Joe are are gone, which of course is the final nail in the coffin. They're gone from the NXT 2.0. The, the the black the black and gold is is gone. If you need any more um, evidence of that. Um, watch the uh, show. Watch the, watch the show. <laughs> watch the show. But the Tommaso Champa and the Peter Dunn, they went to the Raw last night and they taped matches for the main event with the which airs on the Hulu, and um and they're not against each other, but like against other people, and they won. Like uh, uh, um uh, uh, Tommaso, uh, the Tommaso Champa uh, uh, had a match against the T Bar. Which we used to know is the Dominic Dijakovic game. Mm -hmm. I don't remember how to pronounce his name. It's very Slavic. But anyway, the, he won that match. And the Peter Dunn, he won a match against the Akira Tozawa, who I've heard is a, is a ninja now. I don't, I don't watch that uh, that program anymore. But um, but but they've they've won, and apparently uh, this is this is to me when you saw what happened to the Peter Dunn tonight. It just seems like he's going up to to, to the next level. It sure does. I mean, you would think that because back in our day, yeah, wins and losses used to mean something, but not so much anymore, though. But I think this is a sign that maybe they realize they kind of fit in on the old brand. I don't know where they go from here. I don't feel yeah. like they fit in no, on the they, main they, roster either. They don't. Yeah, they don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't fit here, and on the main roster, we got to hope. But Shana Walensky, yeah, thank you for pulling that up. In real time, because if Alex... you only knew how accurate your account of Aunt Ida was, she was a character. LOL. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um. So, uh, and and uh, Jay Blood says, just to think, all these releases and horrible calamity have come about because the McMahon's decided to listen to the audience. Remember that a few years ago, listening oh, yeah. to the audience. Kevin Owens was we are the authority. Down. So, in a, in a way, since we are the authority. In a way, we fired William Regal. Was I drunk? <laughs> I don't know. Was it a Wednesday? Because oh my if, God. if so, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, Paul Hensler says, nice to have hot sour graps with Kalex on a frigid night uh, in before J.W. Pringle. And then J.W. Pringle responds... Hey, Kate's mom and dad, we're out of holidays for a bit, so happy Yabadoo. At least that's what I think is said at the beginning of Cena's theme. Yabadoo! Yabadoo! Um, I always thought it was Rapadoo because, you know, he's a rapper. I think it might be Yabadoo is very Flintstone. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, um, so, let's talk, I guess, about what happened on NXT. Um, it wasn't the worst. No, 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 it wasn't. I felt um, like the first hour was significantly better than the second hour. Well, like I mean, listen, uh, they 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 had they had they had Tony D hitting hitting Pete Dunn in the face with a crowbar. So like, how yeah. how bad could it be? I guess this show um, had everything. <laughs> 
a crowbar, mm. not the WCW one. No, no, not that guy. <laughs> a sleeping lady who was once a 5,000-year-old dragon lady. <laughs> a woman who's obsessed with her pool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. She never gets out of the pool. We'll get to that. No. But Mandy Rose is turning into Mandy Prune. She is. Um we we got um we got uh, LeBron Breaker who comes out and sure did. Uh, listen. I have been watching wrestling for a long time. I think this is the first I've ever heard a you deserve it, no you don't chant. Like I mean I mean listen. <clears throat> Of all the guys in NXT 2.0, of all the, the, the Saved by the Bell, the new class, to do a no you don't chant to, Braun, Braun Breaker isn't that guy. Like, he's obviously really, really great and and going to be something in the future. Like, I understand you're sad because your you're, you're, you're guy, Tommaso Ciampa, lost. And I understand, too. But, like, read, read the writing on the wall, sweetie. The NXT 1.5, it's over. You don't have to cling to it anymore. It's getting kind of embarrassing. I think it's a combination of things. I think one, what you said, people that have been going to the Performance Center for years are upset about this. I think it's also the fact that people like William Regal and Samoa Joe got let go and Ron Breaker is kind of their only scapegoat right now. And I also think it might have a little bit to do with the schizophrenic heel face situation that we were getting where people were like, well, we're supposed to boo him in war games, but he's a face the rest of the time. So I think people might just still be settling in. Maybe that's giving them too much credit, but uh, he sure as hell is the face now and he's great at this. And he's one of the entertaining parts of the show, so maybe don't shit on that piece of it. Yeah, he he also put over Champa for being a, a good loser, you know. Like, not only is he great, but um, but a- afterwards he told me like it's my time now. Uh, go out, go out and do this. this. Is this is this is basically your 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 NXT now, kid? So make the most of it. And then he went over and he talked. He said, and then he went over to talk to my father, pay respects to my father. And I was like, who is your father? Would Who's you tell me what is? your father's name is? We'd all like to know where all he is. Say your father's name, Braun. Come on, Brawny boy. Say your father's name. And he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't He wouldn't tell us what, what, what his dad's name was. Who is um, your daddy and what does he do? Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they, 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 they acknowledged that his dad was there, but not that his dad was former multiple-time ta- tag team champion in WWF and WCW. Um, and, and just an all around, uh, great, uh, gremlin, uh, dog faced or otherwise, uh, Rick Steiner. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't mention that at all. Um, but anyway, um, he said, anybody wants to come out and challenge me, go ahead and do it. And I was like, who's it going to be? Oh, no, I guess not. I was hoping there was going to be somebody who was like, okay, I'll challenge you. But nobody did. And they did that again later where I was like, who's going to challenge Carmelo Hayes? No, nobody, not, not yet. They haven't figured that out yet. Um, I, I like like every day you come into train. I've already been here training. Every day you come in to watch film. I'm already watching film. I'm like, do, do they watch film anymore? Do they, like, also, do you, they watch a... the same film? I like, mean, are... perhaps it's a different film. <laughs> but I mean, like, I know he used to play play football. So like, that's that's the old mentality. But like, 
don't they just send you a link and you can open it on your iPad at home? Like, I don't know why you have to come in to watch film. Like, it's very interesting. But anyway. Well, maybe you don't attend Andre Chase University where uh, we watch film all the time. Well, I remember they would have film strips and you would get it and they would come in there and you'd, they'd just go around and around and around like that. You'd wear it at home like that. You remember the projectors? Of course. We had one of the projectors. Oh. We still do. Nice. Very nice. It's in the attic. <laughs> well, that's where they belong, you know. That's you don't bring it out. Every, you bring it out every week. Why, why, would you, why would you take up space in the closet? No, of course. It's just for when the grandkids come over and we bring out the slides. <laughs> They've never seen it before. They don't even know what it is. Every time, it's the funniest thing. Technology, I'll tell you. If I go on about this, the show's going to be three hours, and we're going to get for all of us, all of us, which is a lot of people, are going to get mm -hmm. fired by Sean. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to to win to 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 prove that I'm deserving the champion, right? Good, fine, that's it, over and done. We move on. I don't know what their plans are for him um, going forward. Like, what 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 do you do? They with this? don't know what their plans well, are. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> as far as is he getting an imminent call up? Is he like gonna show up on Raw with the belt in tow and get pinned by ever whoever the equivalent? is now of the dried out husk of Jeff Hardy? Are they going to do that to him? Because you never know. Uh, if I am WWE booking, and make no mistake, we have differences of opinion, the WWE creative and myself. Um, I say debut him at Royal Rumble. I think we talked about this briefly last week, so sorry if it's redundant, but I say debut him at Royal Rumble, let him get some huge eliminations, Talk him up as your NXT champion, and then don't touch him until you're ready to properly call him up to the main roster, maybe around SummerSlam time. But I think let uh, the main roster audience get a taste of who this guy is. He's super impressive. He's a guy that you kind of instantly fall in love with, too. I think that's a really good thing. And I think it would be cool to have him come take up a Rumble spot. But then don't do a program on the main roster where he's being 50-50 booked and he's crossing back over to NXT. If you want to do something like they're doing with AJ where it seems like he's being sent down to work a program or whatever, fine. But I feel like the, the crossover with the main roster stuff doesn't usually go smoothly and he needs to just be so protected. So we've chosen to give him a title run. Let him have a title run. It doesn't have to be super long. But let him do that through Mania weekend. And then I say, bring him up around SummerSlam time. If Roman retains against Brock or whatever, like have him maybe dethrone Roman at SummerSlam. But that that's yep. what I do if I'm them. But I don't think they know what they're doing. I have no reason to believe they know what they're doing. They haven't no. given me faith in that well, in years. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about this at length. The, the, like, while I'm very pleased with the result of the main event... It makes no sense to me whatsoever. So we'll talk about that later. Um, they don't know what they're doing. They have no plans for anything. Um, uh, they, I guess maybe they have a plan that Santos Escobar might challenge Braun Breaker because like, they have the little pat ships passing in the night thing they do in NXT now because um, Santos had to come out to, uh, to have a fight with Zion Quinn about, uh, about the, um, the Electra Lopez um and uh whether or not she's gonna side with her her familia or 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 if she's gonna side with you know 
her loins, or I don't know, I don't know what you'd say, like she, her lady loins. He literally, yeah, that's right. Um, uh, uh, so this is a match. <laughs> this is a match that happens. It uh, uh, it's fine. Uh, I uh, there was the weird like, oh, we're making you think it's gonna end one way, and then it's gonna end a different way. I suppose they call that a swerve. Um, swerve, bro. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, it was, it was, I don't know. Like honestly, like it was, it was fine. Um, the match was okay. Uh, still don't know where Legato stands in this particular version. So that they to me seem like an act you could call them up, especially uh, just uh, Santos and his two boys. You could yes. set, call them up right now, and they could do something. They could be something. You could do something with them on the main roster. They're they're at least ready for it. Um, which is why I kind of thought Electra might choose Zion Quinn, because then it gives. Santos, they're so thin on the main roster. They have nobody up there. So, like, the more the merrier, I say. Um, perhaps that was something they might have done, but no, I guess not. Because uh, she, she teases that she's on um, Zion's side by by standing in the way so that Santos can't, like, throw him into the ring post or something. And then she, like, feels his, she feels his muscles, his rippling deltoids. I felt like I was... Back just sit. I was sitting there, sitting back, eating some bonbons, watching a romance movie. Oh, it was oh, it's so sexy. Um, and then uh, she uh, he turns around and he, she kicks him in the junk, and uh, roll, rolls him into the ring so that he can get uh, Phantom drove by the Santos Escobar, and that's it. So there were a few things that I liked. One. We yep. had a definitive finish. It did mm-hmm. not end as a DQ. I did like that. Yeah. That shouldn't be noteworthy, but somehow here we are. Yeah. Uh, and I also thought she was going to go with Zion Quinn. So I'm at least intrigued by the fact that she went with her family. I think like the obvious thing was for Hit Row to get called up to one brand and for Legato to get called up to the other brand. And then they let Hit Row go. And I still think they go up to the main roster, but I don't know if you do that right before Rumble season. Yeah. I feel like it might just get like a little muddy when you have, but they need tag teams up there. So you could at least do something. Um, but it, I don't know. For some reason, it just doesn't seem like the timing is is necessarily right. Maybe post mania or something, but I don't think they necessarily have a ton of like, room left in this version of nxt like i don't there's not really i guess diamond mine they could run back like a really like a long feud with but i just i, I mean honestly i mean i i don't i don't know i don't know who the who the face is there i suppose you could malcolm bivens could make them fun to root for but they're not really a face team with but strong versus escobar just for the hell of it with the creeds sure. and, and the gato there that could make some fun six man tags and and tag team matches and stuff. Like it could eat up time every week, which you might need to do because it looks like a lot of these guys are greener than green. Um, like uh, so, I think I think Malcolm Bivens could get something really good out of Electra Lopez too. Like from a a mic dynamic standpoint, yeah. I feel like that could be a good thing for literally developing her along. I, th- I think yeah. that could be beneficial. I really think. 
the more I thought about it, though, and I was angry at you for it, but like in a good way, I really think they need to pair Bivens with Omos. I think you're so right. I feel like that's the only way to make Omos work. And I feel like there's so much that Bivens could do on the main I roster. Mean, so to me, you don't. You don't need to make Omos work. I'm I'm fine with him. Oh, not I'm working. fine with it. Like, they like, seem to be intent on it. I, I if if you're gonna if you're gonna put him on my on my TV show, nearly shoot like breaking somebody's arm because he doesn't know how to do a choke slam against a jobber last night. Like he tossed him. He didn't slam him. He tossed him out. And he was trying to catch his bearings and landed on his shoulder all wrong. Like it was, it was, it was, it was just a, a freak occurrence that he didn't break his arm. There's been a few of those between Phoenix on Wednesday and yeah. then yesterday. But I, uh, yeah, that's bad because I've never like been to wrestling school, but that seems like big guy 101 is how you do jokes. <laughs> I think Harlan can do it at this point. Like, yeah. that seems pretty basic. So I'm with you. But if, if they're intent on making Omas work, I think Bivens is a really, really, really good choice to to do it. Because he could sure use the help. I think yeah. Bivens can make a lot of people entertaining and make sense. So he could do a lot of work on the main roster. Yeah. But um, but if not, I think he and Electro Lopez would, would have a good dynamic. And I, I, I guess... I hate to be like, those are the two stables we have, so make them work. But like that that could run back a lot of yeah. feuds in the in the same story, yeah. essentially. Um, we got a, a, a humper chat um from Yas NYC. Yas hey NYC. Hey guys, first time viewer, and now I'm hooked. You guys are really funny. Keep oh. up the incredible entertainment. I'm here for good now. Love from NYC. Well, we love to see the love coming from New York. We love New York, of course. It ain't what it used to be. No, of course not. <laughs> but we love the New York. We, we love do. the Big Apple. We do. I just want to take this a big is, old bite. This is your, the first time you're here and you heard that madness and we started late and you're sticking around. God uh, bless you. God you're bless the best. You. Yes, you and yeah. NYC. Um, <laughs> so um, I... I, I <laughs> yeah, Mark Losper, yes. Oh no, is Champapa on the main roster? Seems bad. Um, it it very well might be. Um, like there's nothing for him to do left in NXT 2.0. Um, I, I I can't imagine he'll like get great booking, but like there's a huge hole in the mid card on both shows. Yeah, like they got they got nothing going on there. Um, they don't have anything. Like apparently, like. Uh, have you heard the Shinsuke Nakamura? He's working through an injury. He's been hurt. He's got a hurt hand, which is why he never defends the title. That's what the Eric Boog said. I had no idea until the Eric Boog said that, but it makes sense. I think maybe he should have vacated the title. He could have vacated it to the Sami Zayn, who never really lost it. The story we're getting now, we could have gotten months ago. Yeah. But... With but instead, they said, let's have the the gorilla who plays the guitar. Let's have him beat the Sami Zayn. Because that makes all the sense. Yeah. I'm going to anyway, say that, not, booking, that booking isn't like their strong suit no, at the at moment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but... I will say there there are matches I would like to see Ciampa, and I would love to see Ciampa versus Owens. I would love to see Ciampa versus Rollins. I would like to see Ciampa versus Nakamura. I think that could be very good or whoa. 
Um, <laughs> I think there's a lot of really good matches that could happen up there from an in-ring standpoint. I don't, I just don't trust them with anything creative, but I don't trust them with anything creative in NXT. So if it's going to be the same situation, but Ciampa gets paid more, I'm for it. Uh, Mark Losper, who who watched the show for the first time tonight, um, oh because because he's great, um, and he did that, I guess, for us. Um, so uh, um, so he says, um, did the finish to Electra Lopez thing make more sense if you watched the show? To me, it seemed like a total waste of time. Well, that's just that's the watchword for the whole damn show, there, Mark. There's, there's, everything's a total waste of time. Most things are anyway. Uh, and no, no. I mean, if you watch the show, I don't know, going back a long time, it was like, will Electra Lopez abandon her family to pork some dude? Like, that was the whole thing. Like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. True love for her familia or for true love, a guy she's met like three times. Um, so no, I mean, it was, it was basically her lust or, or her duty to her family. Um, and I guess she chose duty to her family. I, as sour as we are on the show, I've actually kind of liked the storyline. It was very much, if you haven't been watching, but you've been watching this show, you know, that I, I've kind of liked this telenovela yeah. angle. Um, because I, it's just, I don't think at any point it was meant to really be taken seriously. There's this like weird fast and furious, like our new family dynamic with that. Like I, I've kind of had some fun with it. That doesn't mean it was fundamentally sound wrestling. It was just like fundamentally sound enough that I could buy into this trope that we've seen and, and they seem to be having some fun with it. So I was at least entertained by it. I don't know if it made more sense uh if you've been watching with past context i also don't know can women pork dudes i think i i, I just i thought it was kind of like a, a thing but that, can they do the porking i mean i suppose if she's into that kind of thing <laughs> you are so bad Linda. i suppose i mean it's listen so they have they have a whole selection of things items accoutrement that you could use to help you in that area. I already I, heard I, all about husband number six. You don't have to tell me more. <laughs> uh, uh, so, okay. Um, um, Mandy's in her pool. Mandy loves her pool. Mandy's she her has pool. loved it since Otis. Um, uh, yeah. Obsessed just, with her pool. But She's it wasn't been even, out of the pool once in the past month. Rem rem remember the scuttlebutt back at the time. That wasn't even her pool. It was Zack Ryder's pool, who we now know is the Matt Cardona. It was not, though. They asked him if they could use his pool, and he was like, woo-woo-woo, you fired me. No, you cannot use my pool, right? Well, wasn't I, that the I, whole thing? I thought they did it, and then he found out about it later because they did it because Chelsea Green was still there at the time before she broke her arm, <sighs> qualified for Survivor Series, and then didn't get into the thing, and they fired her as well. That's what I, I remember. Know. But then that again, my memory's not so good anymore. Oh, neither. Who are you? I forgot. Anyway. Oh, why? You stop it right now. You know who um, I am. Uh, Mandy's in her pool, and she's. Uh, this is what a real champion <laughs> looks like. Hold on, though. We have to talk about this, because she's been out of the pool once, and it was to fight her championship match. Mm -hmm. She won that match, mm -hmm. and she was like, I'm back in the pool. Right. She's obsessed. She, SAT time, Mandy Rose, is to her pool as Tiffany Stratton is to tennis and not wrestling. That's right. 
That's it. I can't handle how obsessed she is with the pool. And now she's doing like a pool photo shoot with music. And we're going to hear that same song later in the show. So she's obsessed with the pool and she can't stop listening to the song. I think she has OCD. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, the, so also she, um, she, um, had a photo shoot um and wearing a different bikini uh and holding up the like i think i mean i don't know i mean listen it, whatever whatever you want to do listen whatever you want to do i'm fine i'm not here to 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 kink shame or whatever you want to call it your your lifestyle is yours you do whatever you feel honey more power say, to you i have my husband number four too i do not know what a bikini has to do with being a wrestling champion. You can't wrestle in it. There's going to be mal- wardrobe malfunctions all over the place. It's not wrestling gear. I feel like if you're going to take a photo holding the title up, you should at least be wearing wrestling gear. But then again, I'm old fashioned. I mean, Shawn Michaels was wearing nothing when he took a photo of that title. Thank you. Touche. <laughs> I still have that up on my wall framed. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> HBK. He was a breaking hearts all over the place. Turn me um, into HBL, hot broken Linda. Um, and they have had ladies wrestling in bikinis. It was called the Attitude Era. Man, I know, I know, I know. But yeah. now, this is what a champion looks like. This is what a champion looks like wearing a bikini. Get me from a good angle. And then, oh, every angle's nice. Oh, every angle's a good angle. And then later, um, Kaylee Ray happens upon the, the 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 film, the photo shoot set, um, and and then uh, <laughs> then uh, you know uh, she she breaks all the cameras and the lighting equipment and everything with a baseball bat. So I guess the next that's next is Kaylee Ray versus uh, versus the Mandy Rose. Um, yes. I feel bad for the photographer because it's not the photographer's fault. And she really just like went after the photographer's equipment, which is Kaylee. I get it. You have a temper, but you gotta, you gotta get it together. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just kind of, it's kind of rude. And Um, I think misdirected anger. Yeah. Uh, The uh, Luis Armad says as a former swimmer can confirm that going to the pool too much is real bad. Yeah. And Thank God she's not a blonde anymore and oh. is a brunette because that'll turn your hair green if you don't use the right shampoo. It's true. I was never a blonde, but I, I, re- I remember people would tell me at the time. I had um, neighbors that lived up the street. Their name were the Gilroys. And they, <laughs> they did not use chlorine conditioner and shampoo. And their hair was just always green like for entire summers. It was wild. Yeah. Shout out to the Gilroys. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So Mark Losper says this effing Mandy promo. I legitimately think that Bruce and Vince are exclusively marketing Mandy towards random dudes who haven't discovered internet porn. <laughs> it's certainly some people who like work or promo ability. This was dog shit. Um, I mean, this listen, might be the guy is. that has not discovered free internet porn. It might just be Vince McMahon at this mm-hmm. point. Um, and JW Pringle says. Hey, oh, that Mandy Rose has left NXT and found TNA. Yeah, forget about it, Gabagool. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't have anything to say besides that. It's true. I think you guys are missing the point. Um, like 
She's hot. She's hot. Yeah. Oh, I, I think, right. I think no, you guys. I had forgotten. It's like meta. That. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Um. Uh. So. Uh. We get. Cameron Grimes video package. He's 2022 is going to be the year he goes to the moon. And then he faces Damon Kemp, who is um, Gable Stevenson's Stevenson um, brother, who's going straight to the main roster whenever he finishes up at University of Minnesota. Um, but they changed his brother's name. They're not changing Gable Stevenson's name because they're going to use the, the whole point of Hey, he's an Olympic gold medalist or whatever. They're gonna but not my brother is an Olympic gold. Like he's a he's I don't think he's an Olympic medalist, but he's he definitely was like a, a high high ranking collegiate wrestler. Um, so my thought is they were gonna make them into like a brother team. Yeah, have them the face Stevens. the Creed brothers. That would be sick. Right. Um, and eventually the Usos or whatever. Like that's the whole point. But I, I guess they think that Steve, the, the 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 other brother, isn't quite good enough to even have the actual name. So they gave him Damon. Damon Kemp is the most like Damon Kemp is a kid you went to to school with who like used to like collect pencil erasers or something. Like it was just hey, oh that's Damon yeah like that's he's that's... gonna become Damon Steiner. That's what's gonna happen. Oh, there you go. He needs to work on his selling, man. There were some spots in this where he yeah. was getting his ass kicked and didn't sell a thing. Uh, but I'm ready for 2022. The moon. I feel like they're sterilizing Cameron Grimes a little bit, but there also just wasn't like a ton to dig into here. Like there, I don't know. Um, we got uh, we got Bivens. I guess scouting Damon Kemp and from like, if it actually is Malcolm Bivens is supposed to be really good at his job. He would have watched for about 30 seconds then turned around and walked away. <laughs> it was like, nah, I'm good. Thanks kid. Never be next time. Because here's the thing, because he was standing there for so long, I thought the next program for Roddy strong was going to be Cameron Grimes. But as we saw later, Cameron Grimes is going for, for Carmelo Hayes. So then he must have been out there to scout Damon Kemp and acting like he liked what he saw, which just belies any truth at all because he wasn't Sometimes. great yet. He wasn't great yet. He could, he could eventually become good, but right now, no. I think WWE logic was like, oh, he's an athletic guy in a singlet. So that's who Malcolm Bivens is recruiting right now. So send him out there. Sometimes you have to see potential in people, Alex. They're yeah. not great this second. But Malcolm Bivens can make people great. Darn it. Look what he did with those two loaves of bread, as you called him. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Brothers. They, they were. I, yeah, this was a little confusing to me, too. I'm intrigued to see, like, at first I, I didn't realize Kemp was Stevenson's brother at all or anything like that. I thought he was just there to job to Cameron Grimes. Um, yeah. So I also thought that Malcolm Bivens was out there to see Cameron Grimes and set up a potential feud, which is a feud I would like to see, by the way. Um, so, uh, I'm seeing stuff here. Did I miss something? I, I did not see the Bivens Twitter promo about Walter. I missed that. But I did see the 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 thing was on TV, the Imperium promo, where which was like, we are Imperium. We come from Europe where notably nobody is fat. 
And in America, all of you are fat. Fatty, fat, 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 fatty American fat. And I was like, well, like, I know Walter slimmed down a bit, but you can't be like, uh, we are perfect specimens and we look perfect. That's why we, we put our, our hands behind our back. We are the Imperium. There are no body fat on us. And we will we will flick you with our fingers and you will land in your own baby poop. We're not like that's that's a weird thing to do for like all of Imperium. Like if if Bartel and Aikner want to do that, that's fine. But like it's a weird thing to be like, these are guys who are schlubs, and like Walter's huge, and I wouldn't say it to his face, but like, and I'm a very large man. But the idea I don't go around and say, Hey everybody over there, you're all fat. <laughs> Like, if, like, even if I was Walter's size, I wouldn't do that. That was a weird thing to do. But anyway, no, Imperium and like, is here forever. He's not like an Adonis type, we'll put it that way. Like, right. it's not a... I feel like usually that angle goes along with someone who is like a, a specimen. Um, I think what you missed with Bivens... I didn't actually see the promo, but people were tweeting it at me. But I was walking my dog, and it's 18 degrees, and I didn't want to have my phone out because my fingers were freezing. Uh... <laughs> But it sounds like because Malcolm Bivens let Omas debut in his suit because Omas and Bivens are the same size, people have been calling for Walter versus Omas because they're two big guys. And now people are rightfully calling for Bivens versus versus right. Walter. They're the which same makes size. Sense. Yes, they're the exact same size. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was like it was like they spent a, a lot of time like Call finding a lot of different people. Like sitting like this and looking on their phones and eating Cheetos. Because I, I don't know. I whatever. Um, I don't I feel like you can get Imperium over in a way that doesn't that isn't this. But yeah, you know, what do I know? Um they could be like uh <laughs> they could be like winter coat time and they could come out in winter coats. Yeah. And they could face jacket time. Mm -hmm. And they could talk about what's more seasonally appropriate. Um, I, I miss this. Uh, Luis has written uh, uh, Von Wagner attacked Duke Hudson. Did I see that? I missed it. He was suspended for doing so. No, he attacked Andre Chase. Oh, if you missed it, then I missed it too because I did not see that. I, I, I don't. I, he, I think it was, he was he attacked the uh, 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 kid in the front row, but I, I don't know. Oh, I that's right. It. He attacked the student last week. Yeah, so you mean he showed up to attack someone else when he was suspended? Well, then he was like, um... he was suspended for that, and then, um, uh, and then he was fined, uh, and then later in the night, um, like he was uh, with the heinous nature of his actions, they said earlier in the night, they said, with the heinous nature of his actions, we can only assume that we won't be seeing Von Wagner for a long, long time, and I was like, oh. Oh, good. So he's going to go away and learn a lot of things about the wrestling business. And when he comes back, he'll be better at all those things and probably have a gimmick change because this, whatever this was, didn't work. And then later in the night, they were like, well, we just got words. Somebody paid uh, 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 Wagner's fine and his suspension's been lifted. Well, and, and, and uh, Wade Barrett goes, well, who did it? I don't know. It seems like anybody who was able to give you the information that his fine was paid off would also know who paid off said fine. It's a very weird thing for you to have only half of that information. 
that's all I would have to say about that. I feel like one could even make the educated guess that it's probably Robert Stone. Probably. Like, at least hypothesize on this. But situation. I don't know, how, how does he have money? Like, he's only ever managed losers. Like, he's, he's how does he have well, money? Well, was it his whole original thing that it was like a dig at Tony Khan? Maybe it's his uh, dad's money. I, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess it was. Right. Maybe he's best friends with Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton and Robert Stone would actually be like a great pairing. Do that. Yeah. There sure. Sure. Why not do that? Um, we got a a, a a a promo backstage with Gacy and Harlan. We did. About um, they 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 got a play in tournament play in match. There's literally nobody else has a play in match. The actual tournament starts next week. They've never told us who's in the tournament. We could assume who's in the tournament, but they haven't really told. There's no bracket. We're just whatever. We know it's not. Gacy and Harlan, because how they have it, they have a promo. It's fine. Um, Gacy is getting is sink is like is is sinking into this role better and better every week. There's less and less of the of the bullshit that that, that started this whole thing. Um, it's just him being a creepy dude who's obviously leader of a cult. He does do the safe space thing, which I know you hate, but it's it's only there to trigger you at this point, Kate. Um, yeah, and yeah. I accept that. Um, and then uh, he has. They have a match with Malik Blade and Idris Enofe, and I was like, "Oh, those poor gentlemen! They're going to get destroyed." Um, and like they did, but so much so that that Harlan was disqualified, and so these guys, Malik Blade and Idris Enofe, um, uh, they 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 lost. I mean, they won, but they lost. They got their asses handed to them. Uh, especially Malik Blade by Harlan. Like Joe Gacy is in there wrestling for a while. He tags in. Harlan comes in. Joe Gacy is really good. He's good. Um, <laughs> uh, and then he crushes Malik Blade up against the turnbuckles, past the five count. So the ref rings the bell, and then the then Harlan was going to murder the ref until Joe Gacy, I guess, like told him not to. Um, and then Anderson Ofei and Malik Blade stood up in the ring going like, yeah, yeah, we won. Yeah. Like it's Daniel LaRusso at the end of the karate kick. <laughs> I wanted them to carry each other off on each other's shoulders. If that's even at least possible, because that's how much they seem to be enjoying themselves after winning via disqualifications because they got their asses kicked so much. So I kind of like that. This feels like a reversal of the trope, right? Like, I feel like usually it's someone becomes unhinged. I feel like this whole thing with Harland is about reining him in, which is different. And we don't usually see that in, in wrestling. We don't see something that we've never seen before. We see a lot of twists on things that we have seen before and stuff that we've seen before. But when it's done right, oh, it's done so well, like Hangman yeah. and Kenny or whatever, right? So... Um, I enjoy that this has been like, okay, one week he straight up assaulted someone and that's not cool. Yeah. And then this week it was like, okay, we kept it in the confines of wrestling, but it, it cost the victory. Like it makes the fact that Joe Gacy has to talk this guy down feel kind of sincere and it, it makes it easier for me to buy into in that way. So I really liked it. The over-celebrating was a little bit much. I think there's something with Malik Blade. I think there's some potential there. Um, sure. And I, I agree with you that... 
when they announced the what did they call it the play it match or whatever it yeah. was that it's only them i it just made me miss roh so much mm. <laughs> it made me miss roh so much because and i love aew but like the rankings don't actually mean anything in no. aew they mean that sometimes roh had rules and they were always followed and they had divisions where things happened clearly and there was the rules were were followed and when they weren't there were consequences for those actions never did they half ass it and it just made me miss them so much because i was just like god they were the closest thing left to nxt 1.5 i feel like and now they're gone but yeah it's like if you're having a tournament then have a tournament uh and you know who would find that disgusting dusty Rhodes. dusty Rhodes would have hated you just having one buy-in match because there's nothing to say you know the top eight teams are already in and it's between teams nine and ten to to duke it out for the spot because there aren't rankings right so there were just two teams that had to duke it out for reasons yeah. unbeknownst to anybody so yeah anyway kate's crying over our wage to doll music and sitting in bed eating macaroni and cheese the tour continues as the guru says this nxt this nxt using dusty Rhodes' name is a disgrace um i i do uh, i agree uh it's a disgrace using my name like that it's hard times is what it is hard times daddy um i do um i do think that i just want to congratulate uh, the Malik Blade and the Idris Elba. The Malik Blade. Blade. Yes, uh, because uh, a few weeks ago, they didn't even know each other because the Vaughn Wagner was getting in the face of the Idris Elba and the Malik Blade came up and said, hello, we are both of the same skin shade. We should become a tag team. And then they did, and they won their first match via getting their asses kicked too much. And now they're in the tournament and they're my dark horse. To win that that sounded bad because this but anyway um yes it's not it i mean it's fine good for them i'm very happy they seem like nice boys with when the von wagner was getting in their face it reminded me of the time that me you and darla were walking at the mall and remember you were like i want to go down to where the jc pennies is because i want to get my full two miles in and she was like we are not doing that i am tired and i want my cinnabon and she just got right up in your face. That's what the Von Wagner reminds me <laughs> You never want to stand behind between her and her Cinnabon. Don't do it. You'll lose an arm. <laughs> you will lose an arm if you stand between her and the Cinnabon. Me? More of an Annie Ann scale. Mm -hmm. I preferred the pretzel. Mm -hmm. But all we had to do was finish the loop by the JCPenney's. But no, she needed a Cinnabon right then. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um. So. What are we doing? I don't know what we're doing. We're we're we're, 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 we're certifiable. We 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 are planning at some point, guys. We are planning an all an all uh, Linda and Sheila show called "Have You Heard?" Where we just discuss the rumors in wrestling of the day. But I'm not sure when that's going to happen or even if. But we have the idea, so it's possible. It's a when. It's a when. <laughs> um, I need it in my life. Yeah. Um, anyway, huge pop for Cinnabon at the gym. Yes. Cinnabon. Yeah, I love Cinnabon. 
<laughs> Cinnabon is elite. It should get a graphic. This it should get an elite graphic. Um. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. We um, have fun. We do. So we we had uh, we had a a, a Tony D uh, promo uh, on 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 PD Poppins. Um, he's he he's uh, like um. Hey, you wouldn't even let me take my trophy. I want a little mouthpiece. Take home with me. Put up on my mantle. And you wanted it. You wanted it. You wouldn't let me have that. Okay, fine. Now I'm gonna have to kill you. Like, um, uh, it, oh, this is this, um, Petey, you're just like my mutt Stromboli when he goes to the bathroom on the floor of the parlor. Then just like my dog, you're gonna learn that it's Tony D who's in charge. I still love Tony D. Um, Me too, but I'm very concerned about his dog if they need to call animal services. Yeah. It's, it's, you can't just abuse your dog no, when maybe, they go to the bathroom. He didn't say abuse. I have, you have to teach. His... He didn't say that. He said that my, my dog goes to the bathroom on the floor of the parlor. And you know the parlor is the nicest room in the, in the mansion. So you have to discipline the dog. I mean, you can't like. I'm not saying you're gonna beat the dog or something. He didn't say it with his words, but he said it with his eyes. I think you're too hard on the Tony D. He's a nice boy. You just like him because he brings you the pastrami from the deli. I do. But I tell you what, I I'm think not saying I don't. I think he pockets the change. I think you're getting ripped off. <laughs> Oh, he's welcome to. He's the one who's schlepping all the way down to the deli. I don't have, I get to sit at home. He goes and he, I call him up. I say, Tony, sweetheart, would you go down to the deli for Aunt Linda and get me a nice pastrami? And he says, well, I see sure. Him. And he does. And he comes over and he rings my doorbell. He's very nice. And I answer the doorbell. I'm in my house coat, of course. But then I say, hello, Tony. You just pass me the thing. I don't want, I don't want to open the door too much more than the crack because I don't want you to say I'm in my house coat. But here you go. Thank you very much. I know, but I saw you put the picture on the Facebook of the two of you with the pastrami, and he was wearing wearing that Knicks jersey. And I don't know what the the ping pong is all about. Now I've I've heard of the ping pong. Is that the same thing, or is that different? I think it's different. I don't know what. Well, why I, mean, is I know that they're what's... different. One is a B, and one is a P. But I'm not really sure. Is it also some kind of table tennis? Perhaps it's a tiny ping pong. I never even thought about that. I don't know. Um. So we get we get our we get our Pete Dunn versus Tony D'Angelo <laughs> crowbar in a pole match. Uh and this thing almost went awry badly because oh, that crowbar it was hung up on a pole, right? Because crowbar on a pole, but it was like hung up by like a chain on each end of the crowbar, looped over a hook, and one of the ends of the chain gave way. So it was just dangling by one end of the crowbar and 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 it almost fell, which like, I don't know, 10 minutes before the match ended. And we're like, okay, well, I guess we're going to go to the finish now. Um, but it didn't. Um, so. Yeah, they need to make sure that weapons are secure yep. when they are suspended above the ring, especially when they are a crowbar. They are heavy and dangerous because that's the point of them right so yeah um i this 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 went about as well as 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 a as a crowbar on a pole match where <clears throat> one end of the crowbar fastening gave way during the match that it went about as well as that kind of match could go honestly 
Um, yeah, but it was so dis- weren't you so distracted? Yes. I could not focus. I was just like, it's gonna fall, it's gonna fall, it's gonna fall. I don't normally do this. Head. Manny Santos says, I've just been told that the crowbar chain's been cut due to budget cuts. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I shouldn't do that. You have to send in the super chat, but but that was too good to, to, to leave to leave out. Um so <laughs> the William Regal would have been the one to double check if it was suspended in the air properly or not, and you know what? They let him go in this economy. Can you believe it? I can't. I can't. I can't believe it. Listen, everyone is. Everyone's being let go, or 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 resigning from their jobs because they're so mistreated and not paid well enough. I, that's that's what that's what my my nephew tells me that. But but I I don't really know anything about it. I have I haven't worked in years. Um, I I I thought this was 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 notable. Mostly for the fact that um, that the crowbar got a lot of play from both guys. Yes. Usually, it's like when the weapon comes off the pole, that's the end of the match. Which is my complaint with on a pole, save Judy Bagwell. Like on a pole matches usually end when the thing, like just when it's supposed to get good, that's when it ends, which I don't like. But this one got a lot of play, and it's a violent weapon. And Tony D'Angelo has a violent style in the ring. Him versus Eddie Kingston is now officially a dream match of mine. Uh, I, especially after what he did to Gabriel Kidd. I don't know if yeah. you saw that New Japan match. Mm. Oh, boy. Mm. Eddie Kingston's real good at wrestling. Uh, this was great. And the booking surprised me, too. Uh, but I think that means we're probably going to lose Pete Dunne maybe from this as well, right? So... Well, the thing about this is, I was watching this and I'm going like, well, Pete Dunne already had his his uh, his his match on main event, which is going to be Thursday on the Hulu, um, and uh, so I'm I'm a, he might get called up. I honestly don't know what what he's so much better than whatever they they're going to give him to do on the main roster, um, but uh, but there's nothing for him here anymore. He's, right. He's not gonna he's not gonna beat Braun Breaker for the for the for NXT title. He might he, I I, th- I thought they might have him feud with Breaker. Like have Breaker like, like yeah like have him put over Breaker in a feud, but I, I, they might just be one like you know what everybody who was from the black black and gold, you're either released or you're going to the main roster. Pick one. Like I feel like that might be a thing that actually happens. Um and if that is the case and he is moving up, then you gotta have him put over Tony D here and and they did and in a way that like made it look like made it made sense like at the end after a lot of maneuvers being done with the crowbar I want to put over one thing where like uh Pete Dunn with his broken hand grabbed for the crowbar and Tony D put his foot on the crowbar so he couldn't move it and then Tony D's like what do you what do you what do you think you're gonna do and he just stomps on his broken hand holding the crowbar. It's like this. What the hell do you think you want? Like, I love when 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 heels are like, you have to think this through. This yes. is a dumb thing for you to do, and I'm gonna make you pay for it. I think that was logical thing for him to do. I like that a lot. There was the, I, his his swinging neck breaker with with the with the crowbar, which cranked down on the neck. I thought that was that was really great. Um, and the match ended because. Tony D hit Pete Dunn, it looked like in the head, was actually in the collarbone, 
with the crowbar. Now, that was obviously a worked crowbar, but Jesus, that's a great way to, to end a match. A guy gets hit in the head with a crowbar. He's not getting up. So that's how you – like, I, I love Pete Dunne. And I'm 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 fine with him putting over Tony D because I think Tony D I love I I think he's got a huge future in front of him in NXT 2.0, um, but I didn't I wouldn't want it to be like, oh this was obviously tailored to put over right. Tony D and make Pete Dunne look bad. It was a good match and Pete Dunne is not kicking out of being hit in the forehead with a with a crowbar, so it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Uh, what I also liked about the spot that you mentioned with the broken hand, the you know better than this kind of look on his face is so great because Pete Dunn is also not a rookie. He's a veteran. So he should know better. Where if that's like a rookie in that spot, I feel like the reaction should be like, you fucking idiot. But like somebody who has been around for a while knows, like should have better in-ring instincts than that. So I also very much like that spot. And yeah, I think, Part of what worked about this match is just that Tony D is actually really good. Like, I, I think it didn't feel like Pete Dunne was putting him over so that he could go out on his back to him like Kyle O'Reilly and Baron Wagner did. Mm -hmm. It felt like they were at least evenly enough matched and because Tony D is a suplex machine and because the crowbar was used creatively in the match, yeah. it didn't feel like anybody was compensating for anything this entire match. Like, it just felt it kind of felt authentically somewhat violent and yeah. i i really liked it i thought it was really really well done and tony d continues to be him and hook man they're just taking <laughs> taking 2022 by storm as the guys we thought we were going to be meme wrestlers but actually ended up being pretty damn good <laughs> I, I mean i i i think everyone's just is over the moon for hook because he really is a sensation like but tony d's not a slouch and they like anytime they ask you to play a character this outlandish and you like take it and make it into an actual person. Like it feels like, yes, he's got a crazy accent and whatever. And he's over the top, but like he, he just feels like a character from the Sopranos, which was a drama that everyone praised for its realism. So like, you know, like it's, it's, it's perfectly fine. That person, that person exists. The thing about, about certain characters, like for example, we're about to talk about Wendy Chu. That person does not exist in real life. But um, but I believe that Tony D exists. That's a person that yes. exists in the world. And that's a, that's a difference. Um, I, you're I also say, not the craziest character on the show when you're there with like a serial killer and a 5,000-year-old dragon lady who's now someone that sleeps all the time. Like, right. so the other part of that is the context that he's functioning in, which is ridiculous that he's not the most ridiculous character on the right. show. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> if, if this is um, if this is uh, the swan song for Pete Dunn, and he's out, he's out of the the. This is the I think the right guy to put over to to go out with. Um, I, I mean, I'll if he winds up on the main roster and not doing anything, sitting and catering, what a waste! I've always I've said this since he had that run in the first ever NXT UK tournament. Like, if that guy was six foot four. He'd be a future ten-time world champion. Yes. Just, yep. just be, just because it's it's Vince's stupid, like you know. You have you, to look like Braun Breaker. You, you got to look like Braun Breaker. Sure. You got to look like Randy Orton. Whatever. Like you got to be that kind of guy. Otherwise, you know, it's not going to work. But he's he's super talented. He's got stamina for days. Like yeah, it's, it's just one of those things that 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 like when when he resigned, I was like, okay, buddy. 
okay, we'll we'll see how that turns out for you. But I mean, okay. he could go literally anywhere and be one of the one of the best wrestlers in the world. All they do have to do is let him wrestle. Yeah, I, this was like point number two or three. I got emotional about ROH too because they are going to run out of room in AEW. Though Malachi Black and Pete Dunne is a, an absolute dream match in my head. Yeah. Um, but there's going to have to be another place for people to go that are the, the anti Grayson Waller, I guess, at this point, which is really the anti Vince McMahon. Yeah. Because um, we're running out of TV space and we're definitely not running out of great wrestlers. So um, we we got a, a promo from, from Grayson Waller. He says, all my social media numbers are up. Not really, though. Like, that, he's kind of hit his ceiling there. Like, he's not, he's not, he's, he has he has far less followers than Denise Salcedo on Twitter. Like he's not he's not a social media sensation. They, they they're making him into that, but that's not what he is. Um, he's gonna maybe he's gonna go to SmackDown and slap Roman Reigns or Nakamura next. He says um, he's gonna ha- he's, he's gonna make AJ Styles feel the Grayson Waller effect. And let me tell you, the only Grayson Waller effect he has on me, the effect. He has on me, Sheila, is to make me want to change the channel. That's the effect he has on on yours truly. Oh, to me, it's nausea. That's the Grayson Waller effect is give me some Pepto because I do not like this man one bit. And I don't think it's that I don't like him in the way that they want me to not like him. Right. I don't like him in a way where nobody talks like this. Like, this is the stuff that I can't stand. No, have you ever met someone in real life, Alex, that goes around saying like, oh, other Sean aside, obviously. Sean's yeah. always like, oh, it's the SRS effect. Check out my sneaker deal or whatever. Sure. Um, no, but, but like, I don't know. I was at a coffee shop yesterday. Nobody was talking to me about like the, the barista effect. Like, I just, I hate this stuff. I hate it. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's also me. Like, I like Sam Punk and Eddie Kingston and, and Edge and Kevin Owens. I love the natural talkers that sound like people that are actually having a conversation, which is why I hate bitch and you don't have the balls and all yeah. those things that we joke about. It just drives me nuts. Like, yeah. that's what's been so fun about this Lesnar run on the main roster is he's right. like a real human. And and the Grayson Waller effect has the dual downside of being not how anybody talks in real life. And making no fucking sense because he has oh, yeah. not had a, a winning streak. There is no effect. The Grayson Waller effect is like three matches and absolutely no business in being in a ring with AJ Styles, who worked his ass off to make him look good tonight, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, we, um, we promise that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go circle back to the. Um, to the uh uh we hit some humper chats super chats here um uh mark losper says the poll matches suck universally because they always make people look stupid pete had to pretend twice that he couldn't get the crowbar down he looked like a total dumbass yeah that was that was a problem because he that you should you should be able to at least tug on the crowbar and have it not come down until you reach up there and unfasten it but that wasn't a thing they could do tonight because of the bad fastening that they did to begin with. Yeah, part of that's a prop error. And part of it is like, that's just something that I've accepted as wrestling reality. Like, 
everybody takes 45 minutes to climb a ladder, except Becky Lynch is really good at not taking forever to climb a ladder. But like, you suspend a briefcase up there, everyone's taking forever. Like, it's, it's just right. one of those wrestling things that I've been able to set aside and just accept. <laughs> yes, agreed. Um, uh, <clears throat> yes, uh, Ricardo Elidolo uh, Agrio, uh, Tony did learn 99 Ways to Die, and he will do that at the end of the show as per the jukebox rules. Um, so don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> um, we, we got, we got about, um, here we go. Um, uh, <laughs> Mark Losper is throwing in umper chats all over the place and I'm just going to read them in a, in a, in a row at the end. Mark uh, Losper rule. He's doing he's, this to get us an extra half hour of time. I love nice. it. <laughs> um, we're not, we're not going to need it tonight cause we're, we're just blasting through this thing. Um, uh, we got. Wendy Chu in her first action, um, uh, teaming with uh, Persia and Indy against the TikTok rave team and Amari Miller. Um, and this whole thing, like Wendy Chu came out, she's wearing bunny slippers and footy pajamas, and she's she's got her sleep mask with her, and her hair's in little little bows, and she's got a, a, a pillow with her. Um, uh, and her sippy cup, and she's literally laying down on the apron taking a nap during the match. Okay, this is so, a medical condition at this point. It, it well, it must be because it's not a gimmick. That's not what a gimmick is. Um, the whole match, honestly, I was just watching her because I was like, "Are they going to tag her in? And if so, what's that going to be?" And they tagged her in, and she was awesome. She was a house of fire. She was doing cartwheels and backflips and shit while wearing bunny slippers, which seems unsafe. And then, like, she hits, like, suplexes and stuff. And I'm like, so you've decided that this woman who can, who can obviously work and is really good in the ring, you've decided the best course of action is to give her a gimmick where she wears pajamas, children's pajamas, and sleeps all the time. That's what you've. That's what you've decided to do with this woman who's and not good. even in a in a bed. Just places backstage. I, 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 I don't. I honestly don't know why you would do that. Like, oh if, God! And if, here's the thing: I saw the gimmick, so many. If, if, wait, hold on. If the gimmick is to hide the fact that they suck, I get it. Because then, if you're not if you're not a good wrestler, you need a gimmick. But if you are a good wrestler, you kind of don't need a gimmick. At least not this gimmick. So I don't know why you would do that. And then, like, uh, so at the end of the match, uh, Indy hits the her big elbow drop uh, on Amari Miller against the pin, and they win. But the whole thing was built to Wendy Chu's first action since she was Mei Ying. By the way, Mei Ying was basically put out put down by Indy Hartwell. Like they had it. She had a match versus Indy Hartwell and lost like pretty, pretty badly. And it was like, I don't know why you would book a 5,000 year old dragon lady to like, just take a pin. That didn't make a lot of sense, but now they're best friends because the gimmick has changed. Yeah. So this is already, people are saying this in the chat too. And I saw so many comparisons to orange Cassidy online and I don't buy those because orange Cassidy uses all of his apathetic shit 
to get under his opponent's skin. Like there is an intention to why he is doing it. And that's such an important distinction when you're talking about ring psychology. Orange Cassidy, similarly, also very much can go in the ring. Orange Cassidy is a fantastic in-ring wrestler. Uh, his tag stuff with Wheeler Yuta also blew me away. Like I knew he was great in singles work, but man, can he tag wrestle too, which is really fun when he's in a stable. But I just, when I saw those comparisons, it was just driving me batshit because I was just like, no, Orange Cassidy does this and commentary will sell you on it. That like all those little like kicks to the shin where he's not actually trying to kick you. It's not because he doesn't, because he's just not. It's because he's trying to piss people off and get under their skin. And then he attacks you with very fast moving offense and the trapper keeper bomb and all that stuff. So there's a very important distinction there. Um, and it needs to be clarified somebody who's just narcoleptic what the fuck are we doing with i also like to take naps so like but 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 that's not my gimmick i just like to take naps Um, right but it's almost like involuntary like right no i get it like i just i don't get it like i i don't um yeah i don't Um, understand why anybody would barely voluntarily choose to partner with someone who just falls asleep on, on the well, job. They, they couldn't find anybody else because literally everybody else has been fired, Kate. The Nerd Guru says, Wendy Chu versus Orange Cassidy, book it. Um, Mark Losper says, Joel Pearl compared Wendy Chu to Orange Cassidy. This seems uncharitable, to say the least. Um, like, if, if, if Orange Cassidy, like, if her gimmick was just, I'm bored, I'm too cool for school, and then she gets in the ring and can really go, fine. Her gimmick is literally a giant baby. And that's not what <laughs> that's not what Orange Cassidy's gimmick is. Um, Zach Barber says that Wendy is narcoleptic Festus. I mean, kind of. Kind it's of. Like... I don't know why you would saddle somebody <clears throat> who can really work with this like, like this. Like um, Mark Losper says, a comparison that I assume hasn't been made so far. Wendy Chu and Grayson Waller have the exact same problem. They both proved they can work tonight, but their gimmicks are gigantic anchors stuck around their necks. I mean, Grayson Waller's gimmick is he's annoying. It's not that he's a giant baby. That's a completely different thing. Like Grayson Waller, like, hey, look at me. I'm annoying. Watch how much I can annoy you is, I guess, a gimmick. But like this is... This is beyond... This is gimmicky, right? Like this is... Yeah, this is like a... Grayson Waller is someone I've unfortunately have met. Uh, not the way that he talks, but like that piece of shit is somebody that you've seen in life. Mm-hmm. Wendy Chu, not since my college finals have I seen someone just sleeping in random places in my life. Um, but I understand the the super chat that they both showed that they can really go in the ring, but that their those their respective gimmicks are are holding them back. Um, I just, I just don't. This is the Stefan part of the show. This is the a lady who just falls asleep during matches on the apron. Like I, it just I don't even know how someone thought of this. Like were they on a drug trip with MSK? Like I don't I don't get it. Which, as we all know, marijuana will do to you. Yes. So, um, JW Pringle says, "Don't forget, being a five thousand year old dragon lady takes it out of you. You gotta, really you gotta rest after dragon lady it. shenanigans, or you'll get bags under your eyes." It's you true. don't want that. Yeah, they got to get the eye cream. You got to put it there. You got a little dabble, do you? The, the 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 girl at the makeup counter, she said, just a little bit under your eyes. 
and it'll it'll clear up after a while. She was a liar. You know, the Betty White said, you need eight hours of beauty sleep, nine if you're ugly. That's true. So I maybe need, she's really ugly. I get 10 hours it. every night because of what she said. Oh, don't you stop it. You're beautiful. Oh, you are beautiful. On. You do not land eight husbands if you are ugly. Well, it's been a while. Like it's that <laughs> they were those were all in my twenties and thirties, and of course, I am not anymore. Um, <laughs> so um, we got this weird uh, segment uh, where MSK comes out and goes, "Oh wow, look at the big trophy! The same trophy we won last year," and they say it's even more beautiful than I remember it. Um, and then they do weird, bad Im impressions of the other tag teams in the division. Um, and then Dakota Kai comes up and she says, I won this. I won this trophy. And uh, we we won it. I won it. Um, don't forget, uh, nothing will ruin a friendship like success. And then she backs away. Um, this was a very odd segment. Um, if they split but... up MSK, I will... <laughs> What did I say I was going to ask Sean a raise for? <laughs> this is the new that, whatever this that is. is. That. If they split up MSK, I'm asking for a raise to watch the show. Uh, I mean, how? I don't know, man. They're just those. Uh, I don't get it. Because they're not creative enough to make tag teams actually work. They split them up all the time. And if they can't make MSK freaking work and they split them up, I'm asking Sean for a raise. Yeah. I don't know what that. Or I'll is. just start falling asleep during the show. We got a Solo Sokoa promo as he's as he's taping his hands, taping his wrists for this big old fight what? with Boa, Where and I, and then um, as he's as he's giving the promo, you hear the crowd going "Ooh, so ooh, so <laughs> ooh," like that. Just just friggin' do it. Call him up to the main roster. <laughs> just call him an Uso. That's who he is. Just do it. Let's get it done. Put him on the main roster. I'm sick of this crap because guess what? Now he's locked in a blood feud forever with with Boa, who is or is not perhaps possessed by the spirit of a 5,000-year-old dragon lady who is now a large baby child who sleeps a lot. Oh, I will love this gimmick if he starts just falling asleep. I'm okay with it then. That's amazing. If he just starts falling asleep and we find him backstage just to sleep randomly too, I take back literally everything I said and Sean can dock my pay. No, he can't. Solo Sokoa is better than this. I, I mean, but poor Boa. So like, is Boa. Have, maybe he's, well, everybody's better than this, but like the, the saddling him with like the, you know, my, my face paint appears on my face at random moments is a weird thing to do. Um, and uh, they have the match. It's a match. And it devolves into them just beating the tar out of each other on the outside. Double count out. But the fight continues into the back. And we go to commercial. And it's like probably 10 minutes later. And then, oh, they're still fighting in the back. Uh, and Solo Sokoa throws Boa over a road box and then reaches behind it. To grab him, and now Boa can conjure fireballs because that's a thing. And, yeah, have you um, ever played Mario before when you hit yeah. the, the firepower flower guy? Yeah, and you could just start throwing fireballs. 
Uh, what? What? So now, so now he's been horribly burned by by Boa. Doesn't Boa like show up? Doesn't his face paint like magically appear again? I don't know. So, but and then we hear Wade Barrett. This is turned into quite a blood feud. I was like, no, no, not a blood feud. Can we this, just get Solo Sokoa moving beyond this to do something else? This was my issue with. I love a good, it's not about the winner loss backstage brawl thing when it's not abused to death, but they don't hate each other. They just got put in a match. There's there's not a reason yep. that it would be so personal between somebody who's not even operating in this earth yeah. and somebody who is. Uh, I I just don't, I don't get it. I don't like it. Last time somebody set them entire selves on fire, they were better like two weeks later. Remember when The Fiend did that and mm-hmm. he's gone now? I just, I don't know, like, learn from uh, a single mistake ever, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, this, this is one of those things where, like, the, 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 the boa thing is, is it just, it just feels like they're kind of hitting us over the head with this, this, this weird, I know, but, but he's, but oh, Boa! How could he? He's being—he's a different person now. Oh, uh, this thing—it just feels—it just feels like we're being spoon-fed this terrible gimmick. And speaking of things that are fed to you with a spoon, cameo. What's up, you guys? It's Sean Ross Sapp. I'm not here physically on the show right now, but I still wanted to tell you about how I'm starting my day, no matter where I am. With delicious Magic Spoon cereal. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories per serving. Keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free, low carb. It is the ultimate breakfast food. It's the ultimate snack food, and it's the ultimate food for me to take while I'm traveling. Quick, easy, all the flavors you love peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle, cocoa, fruity, frosted. All over the place. That cookies and cream and maple waffle are back permanently. And if you go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful, grab a custom bundle of cereal, try it today. Use our promo code Fightful at checkout to save $5 off your order if you don't like it. They are so confident in their product. It comes with a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund your money, no questions asked if you don't like it, but you will. It's perfect before, after workouts, as a snack. And my favorite thing about it is you get filled up with one serving. It's not running back and forth to the cupboard to get more, racking up those carbs, racking up those calories. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful. Uh, I, 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 I enjoy being fed things with a spoon when it's Magic Spoon. Well, of course, who wouldn't with all of those wonderful flavors? Yes. All of the wonderful flavors that you can get uh, code fightful. You can use um, the code fightful, but I gotta say, and this is you know, no offense to anybody involved, but when we do it on Fridays, we get the cereal graphic and I get to eat pixelated cereal like this. And it's kind of fun. So I just I didn't get to do that this time, and we didn't get to make dick jokes. Right. Well, uh, and uh, on the AEW show on Wednesdays, occasionally he'll do the helix sleep. And and one one night he did like a three minute ad read and it did the whole thing like this. 
Oh my God! You could have been Wendy Chu. I, I was Wendy Chu for that. For oh, that. I'm Is so that jealous. Um, yeah, I don't Mark, like both stuff. Yeah, I, I think maybe you're just missing that. Like when the face paint appears, it's like this whole other side of him. Much like how I think you might be missing that Mandy is in fact hot. Do I? Do you, are you up to speed? Like, do you? Oh. Just that, like yes, I mean, wanna... yes, I suppose she is. She is very attractive. That Mandy Rose. Right. right. So when the boa is on, and the face paint gets on the face, right. I think it's like symbolic of a different side of him. I I've thought about this at book club. Like the Damien priest on the on the roar. He's it's got so the Damien and he's got the priest, and they're very different. And never the twain shall meet. Of course. Exactly. Um. Mark Losper says, get this spooky magic garbage off my television. It sucked when The Fiend did it. It sucked when Alexa did it. It sucked when Finn did it. It'll suck if any, w any dumbass in AEW does it. Just <laughs> stop doing it. Um, it. It only works if you fully commit to the bit. And and they're they're definitely not doing that. So I will say, I kind of like it with Malachi Black. Because he always has one foot in both worlds, though. And he's might be a creative genius. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> so we got Carmelo Hayes coming out and says uh, he won. Bye-bye, Roderick Strong. You suck. I'm going to pour one out for your Cruiserweight title, but then he doesn't pour anything out. Uh, Trick Williams says too much talking for my for my liking. Um, and, what are uh, you doing? Like, I just don't get what he's doing. I never know what he's doing in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... I don't know. Let Carmelo Hayes be Carmelo Hayes. He's so good at every aspect of it already. Doesn't need him. Luis says that rest, rest and piss to all my ops is the line of the year. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, fair. Um, I mean, yes, I suppose. Um, I, I, he cuts a promo. He's fine. He's a he's a good talker. This this wasn't anything because I I expected honestly to have the person come out and say. I'm challenging you, but we didn't get that until later when we see them out in the parking lot and and Cameron Graham says, I'm coming for that title. Will yeah, hold down doggies. And so that's what we're going to get there, which is fine. But I... Do you know how lucky they are that that's all that happened to the NXT parking lot? Yeah, it's true. It's true. The most dangerous um, place on earth. And they got away with, uh, it's 2022 to the moon and yeah. I'm going to challenge for your title. <laughs> He's gonna do that up until the end of December. I hope so. He's gonna do it'll 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 be at war games to be like it's 2022. <laughs> the I would love and that, and that's how he turns heel. Everybody's just like, we fucking know what year it is, bro. Like that's how, and I want him to say 2022.02. The <laughs> it's 2023. The moon. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, Cameron. What are you doing? A three the moon t-shirt. <laughs> I don't understand. So, not that I'm disappointed about Carmelo and Cameron Grimes, because I think it's going to be great, but mm -hmm. when nobody answered this challenge and nobody answered Break a Curse challenge, mm -hmm. I was kind of like, what if Break a Curse is going to be like, the A title is my title. So oh, let's off. not have another unification. Battle. Not a unification. Just uh, champion versus champion. 
not for the title bouts, because that's also a good thing to do, too. They don't need to defend them immediately this time of year. But I just thought that would have been so great of Break a Curb being like, no, 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 this is the A title right. and not yours, just because you said that, because you know that match would hump. Yes, it would. Um, speaking of things that would hump. We don't uh, have a blue chew answer. Before <laughs> we got the Cameron Grimes interaction, we had uh, Carmelo Hayes exiting and being interrupted by AJ Styles' music. And I was like, don't do that! Now all you're going to do is make me angry. We're not getting Carmelo Hayes versus AJ Styles. Because yes. that would be a fucking match. I would have I would have said, everybody, stop what you're doing. Tune into this network right now and watch this match. Because that would have fucking... Um... I'd be like, yes, they do want some, AJ. Yes, they oh. do want some. I was like, why, like I was saying to myself... Why is, and again, this is before I realized they were stupid, but <laughs> why would they have AJ Styles come to NXT to put over Grayson Waller? Of all people, like, if you want to give the AJ Styles rub to somebody, like, pick somebody who's got a really big, huge future in this thing. Already has, has reached that point where where all, all Carmelo Hayes would need to be seen as like, oh, he's one of the two next big things to take over all of WWE. All he would need to get that edge over right away, right there, is beating AJ Styles. It would be a huge monumental thing. Grayson Waller, again, when I assumed they weren't stupid, beating AJ Styles. What the hell does that get him? That's his first victory in NXT. Like he's been booked to shit. You just gave him this stupid I'm an annoying heel gimmick and like he's doing okay with it, but then what? Okay, so there's some things to unpack here. The assumption that they aren't stupid is just... I mean, regarding this this one oh, program they were doing. Thank you for the clarity because yeah. um, they have not shown you otherwise in a very long time. No, it's true. Uh, so, yes. I, I agree with you. My thinking from their stupid little brains, no, my thinking is that they think Carmelo's kind of like almost already there and maybe they don't want to call him up to the main roster yet. They want him to have a title run. So maybe they don't want people to be like, well, what? why isn't this guy on the main roster yet? And I think maybe they think Grayson Waller needs the help more than, I feel like everybody's like Carmelo, a breaker. Good to go. They're your guys. Roma's going to go away and do movies. These are the guys you got to do a thing with. Uh, and I think they think Grayson Waller might be able to hang on the main roster. And they wanted AJ Styles to come down and work a program with him to give him some credibility to, to push him up to that tier because he's not there yet. That was my only thinking. But my God, give me Carmelo Hayes and AJ Styles because that would slap. That would slap. So it would slap, it would slap everything. So many, so many would slap. It would be like a Walter Chop. It would be such yeah. a slapping man. Wow, I'll give you such a slap. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, so Mark Losper says, uh, um, first time I watched the show, two completely incomprehensible finishes and some of the worst promos in the universe. But at least they didn't have a top five all timer put over the indie killer. It could have been worse. Now here's the deal. AJ Styles wins. It's a it's it's it it proves 
that uh, that Grayson Waller at least is a better uh, wrestler than Omos. Because so, yeah. I've always said that if if uh, if AJ Styles can't get a good match out of somebody, that person has no hope. Omos has no hope. Um, Grayson Waller at least didn't look bad in a match with AJ Styles. Uh, I I really appreciated the selling he did yes. of the calf crusher after that. Um, uh, um, I thought I thought he, I thought he acquitted himself well. Good, yeah. good, good for you, Grayson Waller. Now, Grayson Waller uh, was hit by the phenomenal forearm after after a hell of a near fall on his little rolling into the ring stunner thing that he did on on AJ. Yeah. That sold me a ticket. I was like, well, that's how you're going to win. Okay, fine. But he didn't. AJ Styles kicked out of that and hit the phenomenal forearm to win. And don't get me wrong, Kate. I am happy AJ Styles won. Um, AJ Styles should not be putting over anybody like Grayson Waller. But if the whole point of all of this wasn't to put over Grayson Waller, then I am left wondering what the whole point of all of this was. Like, Grayson Waller still hasn't won a match in NXT and you're still trying to make him into this big thing. And and not only that, but after the match, Kate, AJ Styles did a little verbal putting over like don't you're good, you're just not phenomenal. However, and this is where it got interesting for a different reason. Um here's one of my friends cuz your night's not over. And then L.A. Knight shows up. Last time we saw him was right after War Games where uh, Grayson Waller knocked him out and stole his car. Um, and so L.A. Knight beats Grayson Waller all over the ring. And, and then he gets to celebrate with AJ Styles. They hug and everything. And so the next thing now apparently for Grayson Waller is to fight L.A. Knight. And maybe L.A. Knight puts him over. But... Like, you spent weeks on this whole Grayson Waller, AJ Styles thing. You flew Grayson Waller to two separate editions of Raw. You had AJ come to come to Orlando twice to, to, to be in the actual, like, why do all of this if the whole point is to not give Grayson Waller the AJ rub? And again, I agree. It's a good thing that AJ won but this didn't seem to be the story you were telling. And now I don't know how Grayson comes out better. Like, yeah, I guess, oh, good. The kid can wrestle, but still he literally has not won a match in NXT. What are we doing? So my bigger problem is the story part of it because realistically, AJ Styles is a caliber wrestler that if you hang with him, you should be made. That is Hold not. Hold on one second. I want, I, want to, I want to clear this up. He did beat Odyssey Jones with that stunner. I forgot. He's won one match. Okay, um, and the War Games match, but he didn't. But really have he didn't. He had. He had so, nothing to do with that. That, that was, was the Tony D Bron, show. Baby. Bron, no, but Braun Breaker won that match. He did. He did. Uh, yes, that was not. No, he did. He didn't do that. But yes. Yeah. But let's. We'll put it this way. He doesn't have a lot of like winning momentum. No, he does he not. Just was given this. And right. Here's the thing. I think he's looked like someone who is pretty good with as much experience as he has. This is like not even on Grayson Waller so much. I My issue is with the story. I like AJ going over. I'm wondering if part of 
his agreement to work this angle was that he wins so that he doesn't come out looking then like why an angle? have him work the angles i see somebody saying it's going to be a ratings ploy i don't i don't well, we'll have to see tomorrow i don't know what kind of a ratings bump this is going to be maybe it's going to be a serious thing but like at least on the main roster they did a thing where they were like hey grayson waller showing up everybody tune in to watch AJ Vase versus Grayson Waller. They did that for a couple of weeks. They refused to do that for Riddle coming to, to NXT to, to team with MSK. They never mentioned it once on the show. So it is kind of weird that they're not like consistent with it. My So I wish the story that they told was a real one about the fact that AJ Styles is one of the best wrestlers to ever do this in the whole world. He's on People's Mount Rushmore's. He's in my top 10 wrestlers of all time. He's amazing. Um, tell this, tell that story because then this, this outcome makes sense to me. And it's true. If you can hang with AJ Styles, that should mean something, even if you lose. And what's funny to me is for their godforsaken love of distraction finishes, you don't protect Grayson Waller with this one is beyond me. I was like, of all the matches that don't have a, a distraction, or uh, end in a no DQ. The fact that this one didn't is surprising because the distraction finish would have would have let all of the same things happen. Well, um, it might have been a ratings ploy. I think maybe the riddle stuff because a he wasn't supposed to be the shaman. I know, and, but still, and because I wonder if Walter actually getting into the U.S. was just too much of a question mark. Perhaps for them but i think that uh i i just wish they had told the better story because i like the booking outcome and it, it should mean something that you get to be in a ring with aj styles but that's just not what they told us this whole time right um they told us about the grace and wola effect mm -hmm. which isn't a thing so right well here's the thing that, that is that is that is so maddening to me is that um wins and losses matter so little that People can lose and lose and lose and lose and lose literally for 10 months, then get one pinfall victory in a non-title match over the champs, and then the next week win the titles, which is what America was what Alpha Academy did last night. Um, or you can have Dewdrop, who literally has not won a match uh since October, lost three in a row to Bianca Belair, whined and demanded she be put in a triple threat match for for the number one contendership, and then she wins that match. Like you, you will literally book anybody to win anything at any time without heating up anybody at all. Huh. That, that's the thing is that Grayson Waller all of a sudden could beat uh, L.A. Knight in this feud, and then get a, a title match versus Braun Breaker, even though he's only won two matches. And I will say this: that should be more forgivable at the developmental level. Yeah, and it's worse on the main roster. Yeah. Uh, I can't even, don't even get me started on the dewdrop thing with Becky because Becky also looked at her like she's never faced anybody's dewdrop size and Nia Jax literally split her face open. Nia Jax doesn't exist anymore because she was. I uh, digress. Yeah. Don't get me started with the yeah. man, the Becky Lynch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I didn't hate it. I just wish it aligned with the story that they told because that, that should mean something. Getting in the ring with. Because in real life, Grayson Waller was probably like, holy shit, I get to face AJ Styles. What the hell is my life, right? Like, mm -hmm. tell that. Because Especially considering excited. up until a couple of months ago, they had booked him to lose literally every match. Everything. And looked like a joke doing it. Yeah, and like, was and about hosting Halloween Havoc, right? Like, to go from that to facing somebody as legendary to 
this business as AJ Styles is a big deal. And I just think it would have been such a great story for both of them because it's like acknowledging what AJ means. He is a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, Whit Barrett was trying to tell that story on commentary a lot here, which I appreciated. But like that would have been so great of like this guy. I think what they're like, remember in WWE CW, which I like to rip people and say is the only ECW that matters. Um, they did this like coaching thing. And I wonder if this is, they're like, we're going to do that again, but it's yeah. going to be more offshoots. I wonder if this is like them dipping their toe in the water with that idea again. Cause that wasn't the worst. It makes right. sense with the developmental program, but yeah. like, that's just not what they were selling us here. The nerd guru says, uh, yeah, but Becky walked off that face break. So it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's just it, that she didn't, didn't really happen. Um, um, yeah, it's anyway. Uh, let's do our uh, Humber Jets and Super Jets. Um, okay. Um, <clears throat> so uh, the Nerd Guru says, Shout out to the undefeated Paul Hensler. Pete Dunn and Champa got to be going to the main roster. AJ not losing is shocking. Uh, Linda and Sheila coexist. We, we do. We uh, co we've been coexisting oh for years, for decades. For decades. The um, my dad's undefeated stuff was in the chat because we were talking about how um MJF is winless this year and my dad has had no losses in wrestling. My dad has never lost a wrestling match. There you go. Um Mark Losper says I can only assume the point of the AJ Styles thing was to pop a one night rating. Not the people watching in Australia count to ratings, but I wouldn't have watched if AJ wasn't there. So okay. There you go. I mean, perhaps we'll have to see tomorrow. Like it, it I don't I don't know what, what it did. If if it if it's still the same. 50 like 500,000 around that with um the average age being 65 years old then we'll know it didn't actually do anything. I also um, just assumed they gave up on this being a ratings brand. So it's that would just be I, I I honestly don't know if USA Network's ever going to really give up on that. That's a that's a very you fair know? point. That's a um, very good point. Uh, uh Mark Losper uh, when I said that uh, he he actually watched the show tonight for us. He says, no, don't get me wrong. I love the two of you, but this is an AJ Styles household. I needed to see that main event to see how much I hate Vince. Turns out it's still a lot, but not as much as it could have been. <laughs> I can respect that. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, Mark uh, Osper again says, uh, firstly, Grayson Waller mispronounced WrestleMania, then said he creates WrestleMania moments by listening, by listing non WrestleMania moments. This was hilariously bad. Yes. I did not like that one. Correct. At all. Um, and then he says, Grayson Waller shows yet another gigantic flaw in Vince slash Bruce booking. They think that by forcing someone down our throats constantly, they'll organically get over. It's five years of Roman and WrestleMania all over again. They just don't learn. But th this time, though, this time they don't want us to cheer Grayson Waller. They want us to boo him. So the they fact that we're booing him, it works. Um, I mean, I don't know if it if it does. Um, home heat. Um, and the nerd guru says Vince must be really into impact so much that he's not only bringing in the knockouts champion, but teaming up Eli Drake and goat X to visit AJ Styles. <laughs> well played. I thought about that actually, as I was watching, uh, I was like, what was there a crossover ending. between Eli Drake and AJ Styles? Like I, I, I didn't remember, uh, specifically, but, uh. There you go. Yeah, and the, James Nepper says, I can see Grayson Waller being called up to just join uh, Corbin. But for a first, they wouldn't because it would make sense. Yeah, I mean, like, 
that guy's an actual heat magnet. Everybody hates him. I mean, for the wrong reasons, but same thing with Corbin. So there you go. Yeah, um, let's add to that stable. He can be like Wallaby Waller Wilkinson. Uh, the Nurguru says, uh, I wonder if they'll do the bi-monthly random main roster person who comes to NXT to do a pointless story with someone new. If so, yes. give me Breaker versus Kevin Owens. Give me Kevin Owens versus anyone, but yeah, yeah that, that would be fantastic. I also thought, uh, who was I thinking of the other day? Because I thought I had the same thought. Cesaro, maybe. Cesaro yeah. and Ricochet, I was like, they could go do some some fun stuff down there yeah there's a whole bunch of people up there who aren't doing anything which is amazing because they have nobody up there <laughs> you know it's, it's like that it's yeah but like no but if kevin kevin owens show because like, here's the thing i loved what they were doing with kevin owens and seth rollins but apparently that's not a thing anymore because seth rollins has to go to 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 SmackDown to f to face Roman Reigns is not allowed to bring his new buddy Kevin Owens, and if I that's the case, Kevin Owens showing up next week on NXT saying, "I heard there's a new guy in charge here who's got my old title." Yeah, I'd like that back. That would be amazing. I would so. absolutely, absolutely adore that, and just yeah. thank God we made such a big deal at the brand split. So let's let's work our way backwards through the show with all these uh, Humper Chats, Super Chats till we get to the uh, jukebox. Thanks, everybody, for uh, for sending in Super yeah, Chats and Humper Chats. Last call, flickering the lights like yeah. at the bar. Mark Losper says, uh, via the uh, Harland finish, what the hell was this? Gacy <laughs> talks about wanting to win the cup, then Harland does the Vinny V DQ for kicking too much ass finish, followed by Gacy smiling. Whatever this is, this is trash. Yeah, I, I wish that Gacy had, like, at least walked down to the other end of the apron to, like, try and get uh, Harlan's attention because he was like, we want to win this tournament. Well, you're not going to do that if your protege can't let a guy up out of the out of the corner. Um, and then uh, Mark Losper talks about the Imperium promo. Foreign heel gimmicks in 2022. The boys are definitely back in town. At least when they did that in AEW, it ruined Cody's career, so... Well, see, toxic attraction is hot. Yeah, and this stable is not mm -hmm. fat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't say fit. Yes, they're not fat. Um, R twenty six says that Damon Kemp sounds like a bench player for the Phoenix Suns. Oh, guys, it would just make my night if everybody told me what Damon Kemp was. You can do it on my, on my Twitter. You can super chat him. <laughs> I'll just tell me what Damon Kemp is. Yeah. Who, who's Damon Kemp in your life? <laughs> Mark Losper says Cameron Grimes is a good promo, a good worker. He's over. And commentary is talking about this year being his year. I look forward to him chasing Dana Brooke in three months. Mm -hmm. 2022, the 2027 <laughs> It did seem like if you were just going to release him, having him show up tonight and working a, a, a one, two-week promo a, a program with Braun Breaker and being like, hey, 
how's it going? I held that belt before that guy you beat, and I never lost it. Correct. I'd like it back, kiddo. I think that would have been huge. That would have popped a rating. Samoa Joe is back, everybody. People who had left would come back to see. Can this kid go with the legendary Samoa Joe? That might have been a thing that they could have done. If you're just going to fire him anyway, if you're just going to fire him anyway, it doesn't matter if you think he's medically cleared or not. By the way, he says he is. So, um, so just clear him to work that one match with the kid, have him put over the kid, pop a rating on whatever that, like, that was right there for you. He was in the building. They never addressed it. He gave up the title because he was injured, quote unquote, and they we never saw him again. And by the way, he's old school as shit. He probably would have loved to have oh, gone out on his back. Absolutely. It's a it's an easy story, too. But like it's, it's right just fucking there. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh Hamancito Gomez says who should break her work with? Um, like on the current roster. Uh, I mean, I already threw Carmelo Hayes out there. I mean, like, I, I, I want them to have separate pro, separate programs for a while. Sure, uh, done. A, a, a guy, yeah, done would be would, would be something, but but I, I don't know. Um, Roddy Strong, I guess they they, they Roddy. Roddy would be good. I don't love Roddy coming off of uh, of a loss of his championship, getting getting that like an upgrade. Santos, I guess, is something they might be hinting at. Oh, sure. Is, like that's yeah. a guy that you could easily that certainly doesn't have to win a match at this point in his is his NXT career. Um uh Luis suggests Blonde Uso, maybe further down the line, sure. I think one of the main reasons you might see Breakaker come up quicker than than not is because he doesn't have a whole lot of people to feud with right now. Yeah, but that's not going anywhere, so they got to figure that. That's going to be the case no matter who is champion. I was honestly hoping they would have found a story to bring well, the next, the next one more time because I like trilogies, but I just like yeah, trilogies. The next, the next champion is Grayson Waller. Like, I've already accepted that. He's the next champion. So many. Whether or not he wins some... Fatal four way or whatever, or a battle royal after Braun vacates the title, or whether or not he beats Braun. Grayson Waller is your next champion. I I I 100 believe that. I mean, it I sucks. think a triple threat with Boa versus Boa, face paint Boa yeah. versus Braun is the next one. <laughs> Jay Blood says, "My dad is Mr. Breaker. Call me Braun, please." Uh, that's good. <laughs> Hello, My sir. No, 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 no. My dad is Mr. Breaker. Call me Braun. Um, I'm sorry. Some super punk <laughs> says, Braun, who is your daddy and what does he do? Uh, uh, my daddy is Rick Steiner and uh, he is a dog-faced gremlin. Um, oh, by the way, yes. Uh, there was a uh, a dueling AJ Styles Grayson Waller chant during the match tonight. Um, they've got to be, they're definitely instructing these crowds. That's that, those are, those right. are plants. Those are, those are plants. Yeah. Um, Mark Losper says, given how completely inorganic most of the champs sounded tonight, I wouldn't be shocked if the no, you don't in the you deserve it stuff were some twisted idea from Vince. Yeah. yeah. I can um, see that. Uh, <laughs> Braun, Mark Losper says, if that had happened, Samoa Joe coming out. Braun would have said to Samoa Joe, 
Bring it on, fat ass. I'll kick your your ass just like my <laughs> uncle did. Oh, hell yeah. That would have been good. That's good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I like that so, you have one glove on like you're Michael Jackson. It's easier for me to type with, with without the, the thing. That Sorry, I, just, I can I can just try and warm up when my stuff when when you're not seeing my hands I'm just just doing this down it's below the, 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 some yes mm. um, yeah well no I have one it's just super loud oh yeah so, they yeah anyway uh, this is just us having a conversation we're not even doing a show anymore we're not even doing a show anymore because you know I like Blanford, to keep my build down so yes. I get the space <laughs> Sean Blanford says hello Kalex he's hoping you both had a great week. I'm interested in two things. What will Tony D do next after being Pete Dunn? And why isn't AJ Styles facing Roman at the Rumble instead of wasting his time with Grice and Walla? May Gabagool be with you and also with you. Uh, Tony D, um, I don't honestly don't know. Like, there's a lot of interesting things there. I, 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 uh, since they're doing Cameron Grimes, seemingly, I think, I think he's a natural uh, next challenger for, for Carmelo down the line. Uh, I think there could be something really fun for for Tony D and Carmelo, but I don't know what he does right now. Uh, that's interesting. Hmm. Um. Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. Don't do something with him and Boa. Mm -hmm. I don't know yet because he's an interesting one. Like another more charactery guy, I think would be helpful for him. But he also just proved with Pete Dunn, he doesn't necessarily need that. So yeah, something mid Cardi. Also, was that Sean Blanford? Did you say? Yeah, Sean Blanford just wrote like a three thousand word article that he published. So go read it. He's awesome. His handle is Movie Burp. He's always awesome and supporting. So go support him. Um. Yes, please do. Uh, the Nurguru says, uh, R.E. the Nakamura being injured. Uh, he says, uh, Linda Darling, Mr. Boog said that about Nakamura on Ryan Satin's show. I wonder if is is well, was also that a, a biber, a barber? I'm not really sure. Um, was, was that barbershop gossip or was that the truth? Because I don't know what they say at the barbershops. I go to the salon. Mark Losper says, Do you mean you guys don't think that Ring of Honor 2.0 is happening? I was looking forward to all the colors and ex-football players who can't work. <laughs> well, Ring of Honor ain't never going to be that just for budget reasons. But yeah. uh, they did announce a show in Dallas, the like collective mania weekend thing. So that's yeah. exciting, but I don't think it's going to be what it was. No, probably not. Uh, okay, so here we go. Brendan Towngate <laughs> says, this is the best show ever. Brennan <laughs> Towngate you. says, we all need Linda and Sheila in our lives. Balab <laughs> says, Linda and Sheila make me pay for a free show. <laughs> Some stupid punk says, uh, <laughs> Kate, remember the projector? Projecting is all I do. Uh, and Jay Blood says, Linda and Sheila are treasures. Linda um, and Sheila. I had a voice memo that didn't work. But that was, I was like, I got to start putting R's on the back of my A's. Linda and Sheila. Linda and Sheila. Linda and or Sheila and like, you got to actually, if you're going to, if you're going to do the and, yeah. Um, so here's the, uh, uh, Ty Knowles wants me to say as, as, um, as, as Regal, it was me, sunshine. Um, oh. uh, and then uh, Ryan Sullivan says, you know, I was thinking. Kate probably does a mean share from Clueless, which is perfect for Daddy's favorite wrestler now in NXT. 
Do you do a, a mean share I from Kool? I haven't tried a share, but Sean says as if all the time, which yeah. I really respect him trying yeah. to bring that back. Yeah, as I don't as. know if she has a distinct... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like Valley Girl voice, I guess. Yeah, yeah, pretty much that's it. But I would, I think I would need something to say. I'll work on it, Ryan. Mm-hmm. So now uh, Ricardo Lillo uh, wants me to do Megadeth's 99 Ways to Die as Tony D'Angelo. So I'll, I'll do that for everybody. Hold on, here we go, here we go. <clears throat> if I see the morning hours, uh, I have one more yesterday, take life from tomorrow because I burned out my today if I get up to the top, I know I'll just go back downhill. I got a terminal future, and it's time to write my will. I downed another glass of courage and a shot of Thorazine. We're not ready to see you yet. 99 ways to die. We're not ready to see you yet. 99 ways to die, of which I know 98 of them. My uncle won't tell me the last one. Uh... I hope it's I, not I that by pastrami. <laughs> I, I, I love that he said in his promo tonight, there's 16 ways to use a crowbar. Yes. I'm only going to need three of them. And I was like, I need to know the whole list. I Tony, need get on. I know you must watch the show, Tony D. Get on your get on your Instagram and, and tell me all 16 ways. I will super chat Tony D for all 16 ways. Yeah. Um, We get now. Uh, the Regal promo versus Triple H from 2004. Um, that that uh, that I'm that I'm going to read now. Uh, it's, it's it's a bit it's a bit of it's a bit of a read. <clears throat> dear, dear 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 dear, someone has lost their temper, haven't they? I hate to be the one to inform you, lad, but Eugene isn't here this week. You honestly don't think I would lead that lamb to slaughter? No 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 no. What kind of a man do you think would let Eugene into the building last week? Rather perplexing question, isn't it? What kind of a diabolical villain do you think would tell Eugene to get involved in your match? It was me, Sunshine. You see, me and you know each other very well indeed, don't we? Let me give you people a little history lesson. Eleven years ago, me and you were a tag team in WCW. In fact, I was your mentor, wasn't I? Yes, indeed, I was. What can I say? I mean, let's face facts. Some people, people like us, were just born naughty, we are. That's why we've gravitated toward each other. And if you would have used and abused anyone else except for that poor dear boy, Eugene, I would have applauded your cunning. But for a clever man like yourself, it was very foolish to take advantage of a disadvantaged boy. Because now, you made an enemy out of me. And if you want to fight, look no bloody further. Because I will quite 
gladly now go and change into my ring attire and I will join you back into that ring and I will battle you with every ounce of violent venom that runs through my veins. Thank you for keeping him alive on our show, even though he was. Yeah, he's never going to go away because we still have um, we still have the William Regal rap to do. Of course, we do. Pana. Tony D does Sleepwalker by by Method Megadeth. You'll see why next week. Ricardo Del Ilido Del. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that uh, next week. But... <laughs> Ricardo Alidolo. And now we come to the uh, Regal rap. Yes. Here we go. Uh, oh wait, here we go. Uh, uh, Mark Losper says, no jukebox request today. Just want to reiterate that you guys are fantastic and also Aww. put myself at the top of the money rankings for now. Bring on that extra half hour SRS. Here we go. Tonight's Thank regal you. rap, courtesy of Zach Barber, is Fight the Power by Public Enemy. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, uh... <clears throat> 1989, the number, another summer. Sound of the funky drummer. Music hitting your heart because I know you got soul. Listen if you're missing. Y'all swinging while I'm singing. Hey, given what you're getting. Knowing what I know and while the black band's sweating and the rhythm rhyme rolling. Got to give us what we want. Got to give us what we need. Our freedom of speech is freedom of death. We got to fight the powers that be. Fight the power. Fight the power. Let me hear you say, fight the power. As the rhythm's designed to bounce, what counts is that the rhythm's designed to fill your mind. Now you've re realized the pride's arrived. We got to pump the stuff to make you tough. From the heart, it's a start, a work of art. To revolutionize, make a change, nothing strange. People, people, we are the same. No, we're not the same because we don't know the game. What we need is awareness. We can't get careless. You say, what is this? My beloved, let's get down to business. Mental self-defensive def fitness, bum-rush the show. you got to go for what you know to make everybody see in order to fight the powers that be. Um, thanks, everybody. We're so early. Got like 30 entire seconds. 30 seconds left, but I, I don't, I don't want to uh, have Sean put up a poll about firing us again. Let's so, take uh, a nap like Wendy Chu and call <laughs> it a show. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Be on the lookout for Have You Heard from Linda and Sheena. It's coming, coming eventually. Uh, but thank you very much for tuning into the NXT After Party Show. Bye-bye, uh, and we'll see you next week, of course. Bye-bye. Um, may Gabagool be with you or whatnot. Keep cool, Gabagool. Yes, goodbye. And with his spirit. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.